from the beginning, I felt like failure is the greatest motivator. That you kids always want to do a good show. And until you do one that isn't nearly good, you're not motivated to fix those mistakes. Yeah. So when you come in with your scripts not written and you try to pull it together, you might pull together three or four in a row, but it'll, it'll catch up to you. And you'll realize why you're supposed to have that done first or why you're supposed to check the DVR for sound. Those, that is life. Life you don't get a D on the assignment and walk away and go, well, I guess I got a D. No, your, your boss says, go do it again. Fix it. Get better. It's one of the greatest learning experiences in a school situation, I think, because you literally have the implications of, you know, what you're doing within the next, you know, half hour. If you don't write your script, you're going to have a if you don't write your script beforehand, you're going to have a bad script for the show. And it's going to, you know that's going to affect other people. It's a, it's a great way to learn how to keep up and to make sure that you're doing the right thing, John. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, my senior class was a really, um, apparent example of that because the first semester our sound didn't work mm-hmm. and that just motivated us even more, even if it was, you know, it might've been our fault. A it wasn't our problem. I'm going to say right now, John, 90% of those problems were not your fault. Right. But there were many other issues yeah. that I think it was specifically John Berkeley's fault. <laughs> yeah. You know, we can throw I'm, John. I'm a two-year veteran of that program. <laughs> and the, no, the truth about that, and let's just be honest about it. That was a brand new studio. Right. Right. We had rewired the whole thing. We got it in. We did and, and it was. It was a one piece of computer card failure. It was right. brand new out of the box into the thing. And, and it was uh, what they call an intermittent problem, which means it didn't occur all the time. So we'd right. be like, got it fixed. Next show. Nope. <laughs> you know, and it took a while to figure it out. And that's yeah, probably it, on me. But. And it motivated us, though. Like, we, we wanted it so much more just because, like, the work that we felt like we were doing wasn't getting the attention it should have because True. it was, you know, being broadcast with no sound. I think also that is, uh, you asked about differences in the old days, whatever those were, you know, nine years right. ago or <laughs> eight years <laughs> ago. Or the old days. Yeah. I think that kids in their classrooms were just flat out more impressed that this was happening. Right. And now it's a commonplace. Like everyone can stream with the push of the button on their phone. You, you guys are Snapchatting each other back and forth or, Periscope, Facebook Live, whatever it is. So it doesn't, it's not as, there's not the wow factor is gone. You actually have to grab their attention. Um, and and that's just makes it a little bit more difficult, a little more challenging. We take those on and, and go. Right. And Mr. Hogan, you and I were having a conversation about grabbing their attention uh, earlier this week. And I kind of want to touch on the packages that are being made for KBFT right now. Mm-hmm. And they've kind of evolved in a way that, you know, it's gone away from some of the newsy, you know, like, formal packages and we've kind of delved into this um we've delved into this like almost buzzfeed maybe some challenges and it's really like the those fun bubbly videos how can we return to some of the classic news um roots that we had or do we need to be returning yeah, do to we that? need to is it something that we are progressing and that's kind of the way that news is evolving or right. do we need to get back to, you know, man, you guys are hitting some existential questions here. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like right. how is the world going to move forward? Correct. <laughs> um, yeah. You know what? Uh, these are things I definitely consider. And John, I, I love being uh, pressed on or talked about with it. 
I don't like to be compared to BuzzFeed, but <laughs> I think the comparison is fair. Um, I think that uh, as the evolution of the media department, as a department, as its own thing started, right. we really, we kind of drifted away from this journalism. We, we were no longer the journalism place. The, the Talon uh, moved online. Mr. Anderson took over that, you know. And kids always, from the beginning of KBFT, journalists took the talent first. Right. And we would get some crossovers, some kids who wanted it. Right. And honestly, when kids want to be journalists, when they want to do hard news, I'm not saying no. I'm fine. Let's go with it. I just think that the lessons can be learned. The lessons of one, how to tell a story, beginning, middle, and end. Get your point across. Persuade someone with a commercial or a PSA or even a commentary. Those skills can be done in a fun, funny, um, half-hearted video called Anna on the Lawn or... John Berkeley uh, Tries New Things. John Berkeley Tries <laughs> New Things. It doesn't take away the lessons I'm trying to get across to the kids. However... It, the big question is, are we, you know, are we doing what we're supposed to do for the students? Right. Are we bringing them news? I've always said, I've said it, you guys, I, I think you know this. Our contract with the school, as I see it, is that daily bulletin. Anything in that daily bulletin gets announced on our show. We're getting that news out there. After that, it's up to us to tell stories, right. you know. Right. Um, I don't know. I think it's a reflection of society. I think a lot of news is now blurred into entertainment. Um, the term fake news is almost just itself fake news. It doesn't mean anything yeah. that it used to mean now. You throw it around left and right. And I'm not sure kids today really want a story on the anti-homeless panhandling ban. And does that sound interesting? I, it would be fascinating for me to work with a kid to do that story. And if they right. want to do it, we'll do it. But I think they would prefer or do prefer telling stories about what's your favorite team in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Do you, do you think that um, when we make these entertaining packages, it draws them more to listen to the announcements and listen to the informative stuff we do have to say? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, we could do some uh, polling. Right? We, we could. could do some. Definitely. <laughs> do we really want to know is the question. Right. <laughs> um, are people really watching? Are people really, really watching? No. I think that I think we do grab their attention with some stuff. I think kids, listen, we all want to see ourselves. So highlight videos of, of sporting events or this or that are great. But you three answer this question. Would you rather watch a clip of yourself in an athletic event cut to music or an ESPN style voiced over point for point who did well uh, video of you playing a sporting event? And it's a great question. It's it's one of those things that I think is so different depending on who you're talking to. Yeah. Because, you know, it's 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 this new way of consuming media that not everybody has evolved to yet. Some people like the old and it's trying, you know, the new is trying to come in. It's complex. Yeah, it's a very complex kind of new way of telling these stories that maybe is you know, and change is always very difficult for people, but that kind of leads me into my, my final question for Anthony. Where do you see this, uh, the rest of the second half of season 16 going? And how do you feel like this is helping you progress for college and beyond? Well, I think uh, as we keep going in this semester, I think we will have a very positive show. I think I think we will have 
shows that have minimal mistakes soon. And I think after STN, um, we're gonna be like very motivated. I think we're gonna have um, some really good uh, packages. I think we're gonna have some really good content that people are gonna be you know, proud of. For those of you who don't know, STN is the student television network competition that we go to every year, and we're going to be having a separate show all about that experience coming Whoa. up in a couple. Well, you couple are. Months. We are. Yeah, okay. Totally. That sounds good. That sounds cool. Yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah. So continue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and for like my future, I, I'm not really sure. I, I am passionate about video making, and and it is something that I do enjoy. Um, it is a good skill to have. I think uh, it could be something good to do. Like if you need, like if you want to have a, an internship or a, yeah. And you're also yeah. getting leadership skills leadership through skills. Directing, directing and you're also organizational yeah, skills through producing. It's There's not just the video production. It's, it's life skills. I think the world is a collaborative place yes. and you guys collaborate and see different seasons speak for themselves. John was alluding to oh. that earlier. Mm hmm. Uh, it's kind of an interesting um, thing to sit back and think of each season. You, memory fades as the time goes back, but each one is its own thing. Anthony said, right, I don't expect any kids to leave here and have to major in it to get something out of it. Right. Um, it is a standalone thing, and you can leave and use these skills for the rest of your life. At least that's the plan. And I mean, that's what's so great about KBFT. That's my favorite thing. And, you know, I, like Anthony, don't necessarily want to go into video making, but right. it's always been a passion. And, you know, I took sports broadcasting last semester and that sports broadcasting in general has been a dream of mine mm -hmm. since I was a little kid. And the fact that we have the opportunity to come here and, you know, experience that, but, you know, not be tied to that as our job. Definitely. Hold on a second. Now, let me say something else here. <laughs> uh, one, thank you. That's great. You're right. But I also think that this this idea that we have drifted off news and into something else is accurate whether right. it's good or bad is still up in the air but i think that christian brothers has taught me and and molded me and mentored me in my 13 or plus years here that we are student centered we're here for you guys and your betterment there's very few places where this right here, what we're doing, could have happened. You two decided to do a podcast. Mr. Anderson and I have mentioned it for years, but until there are kids who say, we're going to put together a podcast every other week or whatever it is and get it done and put it together, we're going to, our ideal sit on the sidelines. And, and so when I see this happen, whether this is hard-hitting news or long-form story or just a PR piece for Christian Brothers, it's you kids came up with it. I think that's what you're seeing in KBFT, that that really is your voice. You guys, as much as I would like you to do a little more newsy things, this is what you want to do. Right. And as long as you're learning and you're getting those skills of telling your story visually, moving pictures and audio, I'm going to be a happy teacher. Yeah, and I really can't wait to see what the future holds for this program. All you know, the CB students that will come here and impact not only our community, but our surrounding Sacramento area. Thank you so much, Mr. Hogan and uh, Anthony, for coming on this episode and talking to us. Thank, Thank you. you, guys. Thank it was you, great. Yeah. Yeah. We're here with talent writer Delaney Bird. Delaney, how's it going? Good. And we're going to talk to her about her article. Delaney, what's the title again? Birds of a Feather Support CB Together. That is a real tongue twister. Yes, it is. But so, it's a good pun. So what was your article inspired by? 
Um, really just growing up as a CB family, like CB has always been in my life and it's a huge part of like being a bird. And you know, you say it's a big part of being a bird and that you've been here your whole life. What's like one anecdote? I mean, you went into it a little bit in your article, but what's one that really comes to mind? Um, well, in the article, I talk about how Mr. Barsani used to give me detentions as a joke because I was like a little smart aleck. Um, and one of the times he gave me a detention, I had so much of an attitude that I spit my gum into the detention slip. Yeah, I was like eight. Yeah, I had. I had. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. Wow. So you say that uh, your family has been a big part of the CB community. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, what their roles have been over the years? Yeah, well, I mean, starting with my dad and his brothers, they all went to CB and all his sisters went to Bishop Minogue. And um, they always come back and volunteer at like the um, like alumni dinners and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, And my mom actually worked here for a couple years. It was when my sister went to school here in the admissions office. And so between all that and like having a sister here and like all of my cousins have been, have gone here. Um, it's just, we're always, there's always one of us on campus or going to school here or working here or volunteering here. Cool. Very cool. And yeah, I've interacted with your parents sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, Troy and Chris, great people, great <laughs> people. Uh, we even have a Troy bird bobblehead in the Talent headquarters. We oh my goodness. A, uh, yeah. And so like, I know your dad went to school here. Mm-hmm. What year did he graduate? 82. And so like, what has he told you about the CB community from when he went here to like what you see here today? Well, he says it's a lot different now that there are girls here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I bet. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of a, a madhouse with all the boys. But he also went to school like in the late seventies and eighties. So it was just very different uh, culturally. Yeah. Um, like they used to have a smoking section for oh, the teachers what? and students like on campus. Yeah. Anyway, was it like, I think I've heard it was like the smoking lawn, correct? Yeah. That's crazy. And teachers and kids would both go to the smoking lawn exactly. to, to, to smoke one or two. Could, could you imagine smoking a cigarette with one of your teachers in between classes? I feel like you would get closer to your teachers this way. Like a uh, little, you know, like an intimate moment but between I, I, you and... Let's not condone smoking. Yeah, smoking no, is awful no. for you. Smoking, there's a reason, yeah, there's no. a reason, there's a reason why the lawn went away. Yeah. Us. There's also, <laughs> I, I found a photo the other, or I don't remember if it was like in a yearbook or something, but um, it was of like when my dad was here and they, it was, they were out, a bunch of kids out on the Mary lawn and they had like a Jesuit um, jersey and it was on fire. Oh my God. Like, I think it was, must've been before Holy Bowl or something. Right, yeah. And I was like, can you, can you imagine if something like that happened today? That'd be crazy. Like we just put a Jesuit jersey over a dummy. Yeah. yeah and, like, and, we, and we it. tackle it. You went into this in your article mm-hmm. and I encourage everybody to go and read it. Over at cbtalent.com. Uh, but you said that your St. Mary's elementary school classmates. Yeah. Uh, I'll remember your dad as a real proponent of CB. How did he do that, you know, for such you know, such young people? And, like, what impact do you think that had on them? Well, he would really do it, um, you know, like, when you're a kid, the best thing in the world is, like, free free merchandise. Oh, yeah. And so, it still is. It yeah, still is. Honestly, everybody loves free stuff. He would come in and just, like, give out CB gear. Like, for my volleyball team, when I played volleyball in middle school, he gave us all CB volleyball T-shirts. 
And it's just stuff like that. Our school was literally right next door to St. Francis. So right. we would always have like activities over there. Like we would go see all the show, like theater shows that they would put on everything. Mm-hmm. So it's really surprising how many of us actually ended up going to CB. Like there are a lot of us here. I couldn't even name everyone because I'm sure I'd miss somebody. Yeah. And uh, can we wrap it up? Yeah. And uh, I definitely, again, encourage you guys to go read Delaney's article on cbtown.com. Delaney, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. You know, talking to Mr. Hogan and Anthony about KBFT, a program that I've been involved in since I started here at CB. I mean, I've been in that class for two years. And then I've also, you know, taken Video One, Sports Broadcasting, Senior Video, Advanced Media Arts. So I'm really involved in that program. And to get that insight was really cool. And I'm really proud of what this program was and what it's going to be. You know, KBFT was the really the main reason that I came to Christian Brothers. It's something that I want to do with my life. And it's really kind of interesting to see how it's continuing to evolve as the times change and it is something that I'm going to take with me when I go to school. Oh yeah, most definitely. And not only to you know college, but also throughout our lives. The lessons we learned here, especially in KBFT, will be applied to every aspect of our life, like Mr. Hogan was saying. Definitely. And it was also really cool to talk to Delaney about how her upbringing has totally been within this CB community. Me personally, I have only, you know, scratched the surface. Being a freshman was my first taste into CB, you know, and she was a a kid running around these hallways in the campus because her parents were always here. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little envious of that. I wish uh, I could have had that experience growing up because this community is pretty great. I mean, probably the best high school community you can find, not only in Sacramento, but I'd say in the United States or the world. Definitely. And make sure to check out her article again at cbtalent.com. John, I think that's it. I am Jack. And I'm John. And this has been episode seven of Talent Talk. Thanks so much. And we'll see you guys later.